You're listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast, discussing all aspects of precision and long-range rifle shooting. This episode is brought to you by Impact Dynamics, advanced training for the precision shooter. And now, over to your hosts. Well, g'day, guys. It's Rusty here at Impact Dynamics, and I'm sitting in between two legends in the, uh, <laughs> in the shooting community on in, YouTube. In our own minds. This, these are the 6'5 guys. Uh, we've got Steve and Ed here. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Doing Thanks, well. Rusty. Wonderful. You, um, you, you've done pretty well. You've got a room to yourself at SHOT Show. Yep. And um, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. How's the show been for you guys? You've seen plenty? We have. Uh, probably not as much as in previous years. We decided to do something a little bit different in terms of scheduling interviews. Um, but my feet are barely holding up. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Ed? Yeah, I mean, it's just been a, a terrific show. and, and it, you know, just having, you know, people come up to us in the aisles and say, hey, you know, we really appreciate what you guys are doing. You know, I'm getting into the sport. I mean, that's that's just such a confirmation of, of what we're doing. And yeah, so absolutely. we feel like we're making a real contribution. Excellent. So for those who aren't familiar with what these guys do, can you guys give us maybe a little bit of an introduction? If anyone's watching and hasn't seen your videos, and I mean, surely they've seen your videos, but just in case. Well, it started in 2013. The first thing we did was we started with the YouTube channel, mm -hmm. um, and kind of by accident. It was really a touch run. People showed an initial interest in some stuff we'd put up on Facebook. And we thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool to go to SHOT Show? And we found out that in order to be qualified as media, you have to have a website. So we quickly put up a website just by the skin <laughs> of our teeth. We, <laughs> we actually got our passes to go in, and it yes. all started from there. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, and, and our focus, I mean, we're, we're deliberately focused. We're, we're focused on long-range precision rifle, or what some people call PRS-style uh, shooting. Mm -hmm. and, and honestly, I think that, that makes us an effective venue, because, you know, we're not trying to, you know, be all things to, to, to all people, and, and uh, it seems to be working. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so you do a, um, a series of reviews and information videos. It, what yeah. did you start with? Was it reviews you, you kicked off with? Well, the intent, and it's still the focus, is it's a journal or a log of our journey through precision rifles. So, yeah. you know, I don't think we'll ever get there in terms of being, <laughs> you know, the most accomplished shooters, but we are trying to improve on what we do. We compete and we chronicle what we do. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, Steve brings up a good point, right? So there are lots of folks doing reviews of scopes and widgets and stuff like that, and, and we, we don't want to be like a, a me too, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a chronicle of our journey of, you know, a couple of middle-aged guys with paper-pushing jobs getting into PRS. Yeah. And if we can do it, you know, you know most people can do yeah. it. And so we don't, we don't present ourselves as experts or, or the authority. And, you know, we're just sharing, you know, our, our learnings along the way. And, and people can take from it uh, what they will. I think people can really connect with that very easily. If they've mm -hmm. seen you journey along and they can sort of join that journey as well. You've, you've found that? Has that happened over those Absolutely. Yeah, in fact, um, some of the validation, what really makes us feel good is when a lot of new shooters showed up um, or to a match, right? And mm -hmm. they say, hey, I'm here because I saw what you were doing and I wanted to actually come out and try it. Uh, or brilliant. folks that um, are getting into it and, you know, they're consulting with us, hey, you know, I want to get into this, what kind of rifle should I get, that sort of thing. Right. And, and you know, even, even some of the questions, like somebody came up and said, hey, you know, which biopod should I get? Should it swivel and stuff like that? And I said, you know what? I said, you know, you, you, you ping us on Messenger. You know, mm -hmm. one of us are going to answer. 
And, and we will. And, you know, I've spent, you know, time on the phone with somebody trying to, you know, dial in their Dylan 550, right? Now, you know, I would imagine at some point, it's, you know, we, we've got our day jobs. Yeah, you know, that's right. But, but now, I mean, we can do that. We're, you know, we can help people out. We're happy to do that. Yeah, it's, it's one of the, from what we've seen from where we are and, and also within the community in Australia, um, we just see people helping so much and supporting each other. And, and we certainly get that vibe from the PRS and that sort of style over here. Has yep. that been pretty true for, for what you see as well? It is, yeah. Folks genuinely want to be helpful. Um, they want to see the sport grow. Mm. And for the most part, you know, I think the precision rifle community is very helpful. They um, want to see people grow and develop and, and learn. And even in a competition, you know, it's it's not um, cutthroat. You know, folks, yeah. mm -hmm. folks, it, it's friendly competition, right? It's, it's a group right. of friends getting together and, and having fun and seeing, you know, who comes out on top. Absolutely. Yeah, and I see what we're doing is, you know, we're, we're extending that, that, that camaraderie that, you know, maybe we see between, you know, competitors mm -hmm. to, you know, you have a lot of, you know, vendors, you know, purveyors uh, to, to, the, uh, to the community. And, you know, we're also kind of establishing that win-win, that you know, relationship with them. I mean, they, they see that, you know, we're, we're a good channel, mm -hmm. you know, to, to, to reach out to that uh, community. And, uh, you know, we've got a number of giveaways, right, that, that are getting a yep. lot of traction, right? And it's, yep. a, it's like a, it's a win for them, it's a, it's a win for the community, it's a win for us. And so, you know, when everybody wins, that, that's, that's great. It's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So did, did any of you have a background in media or in being in front of the camera, or was this a whole new thing for you? It's been a whole new thing now. You know, Ed and I, in our day jobs, um, you know, work as business professionals and, and have you know, some understanding around branding and strategy. And so we kind of bring that to the table. Mm -hmm. But in terms of, you know, learning, you know, audio, video, how to, how to edit video, um, that sort of thing, that's been new. Yeah. Yeah, and to amplify on, on, on what Steve mentioned. So, so in our jobs, our, our clients, they, they present us with problems. Mm -hmm. And we have to take a very data-driven approach, a very objective approach to arrive at an answer. Yeah, okay. Well, this sport is full of problems to be solved. And so we just take that same data-driven objective approach. And some folks have called it, I like your no BS approach. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and again, that, that, that seems to, to seems have resonated. To yeah. yeah. Um, so what got you into PRS? I mean, obviously, I'm guessing you've been shooting for most of your life or a reasonable amount of your life. What, what's your story? Steve, you want to start Steve? with your... Uh... <laughs> well, I have been shooting for most of my life, but... Uh, I started to get into what I call precision rifle, precision probably rifle. around 2010. Um, you know, you, you shoot on a range, just punching paper after a while, it gets boring, yeah. right? Particularly if you have precision, precision rifle, just shooting groups, you're, you want to challenge yourself and do something different. Mm -hmm. And so I went in search of how do I do that and found a local group of shooters in the Northwest that would actually go out in the field and, and hit still. So from there, it went to these club matches. That's kind of, um, you know, 2013 was when I went to my first match, yeah. or maybe it was 2012, and it was just a club match. Mm -hmm. And from there, PRS was getting started up, and I don't think I actually signed up for PRS um, to have my points aggregated at a national level until um, 014. Okay. Okay, so reasonably, reasonably only a few years. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and how has it gone for you? you? Good, well, you know, this year I actually qualified for, for the finale. That's yep taking place in a couple of weeks, um, decided I couldn't go, basically. Oh, no. You know, like most shooters, um, we do have budgets yeah. and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, limited amount of vacation days. And 
unfortunately, it just didn't work out this time. Mm, shame. Yeah. But congratulations on qualifying. Thank you. That's a fair effort. Yeah, and, and, and so, um, you know, similar to Steve, you know, been shooting uh, for, for most of my life, but my, my first taste of um, really, I think that the precursor to, to what we do now was when I was in California around 2007, 2008 mm -hmm. timeframe, you know, shooting my first bolt action, you know, 308, you know, off a bench and somebody said, hey, you know, there's a tactical match. Right. that goes on, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they shoot out to a thousand yards. And I'm like, whoa, you know, where, where is this? <laughs> and, and so this was with uh, the, the NorCal club. Yeah. And uh, so I went out there and at that time, you know, it was, you know, three shots on, on a paper target, but, yeah. but I, got, I got hooked. And then you know, I moved up to, to Washington State in, in 2008 and I took a, a bit of a hiatus just because of, of work responsibilities. Yeah. But right around 2012, 2013, I was determined to, to get back to do it. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to get back into it. And then, uh, you know, Steve and I met in, in May of uh, 2013. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just started uh, shooting together. And then, you know, things, things just, just kind of, you know, went. Uh, and and we ended up in shot show with your own private room. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> exactly. yeah, a good journey. Right. A good journey. <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, and so, you know, as, as far as, uh, you know, the, the shooting, I mean, you know, we have a Pacific Northwest finale. And so, you know, I've been in, you know, the, the top 10, you know, in, mm -hmm. in, in both years, you wow. know, for, for like the, the whole year. And these are just like, you know, just an incredible shooters. I think this year I was like, you know, number six, I think. Yeah. Wow. So, Excellent. I mean, yeah, I look at the guys above me and I'm like, you know, what? I, I, I don't even. <laughs> They're at the national level. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so I, I think for both of us, like I've tried other styles of shooting, like, like I tried IPSC for a while mm -hmm. and, and I got in there and I'm not like the fastest guy. And so it was like, I'm just not even marginally competitive. Yeah. But based on, you know, what I did down in NorCal and, and just based on my, you know, first few years of shooting here, you know, I realized, wow, you know, I've, I've actually got a, got a bit of a talent yeah, okay. for it. So, you know, now I just need to, you know, kind of, you know, continue to, to refine things. So Absolutely. Do, yeah. do you do any other types of shooting currently or is it really just focused on one, one discipline? I mean, we, we play a lot. I mean... Um, I mean, where I live, you know, I've, I've got a hundred yard range, you know, mm -hmm. in, in my in my yard. Yeah. And so I like to play with pistols and carbines and ARs and stuff like that. But yeah. but my real passion is around, you know, precision bolt action rifles and, yeah. and, and this sport. I, yeah, I, I'm the same as that. I mean, I really spend most of my time with precision rifle and practicing. Um, have fun occasionally, you know, you, yeah. you want to make sure that the guns in your safe get a little bit of use from now. <laughs> exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. So they, yeah. Exactly. And, um, but, you know, another thing too that, you know, people ask us about besides, you know, what, you know, you, you like to shoot is, you know, like, you know, training regimens and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, and so, you know, if I'm not actually, you know, shooting live rounds, it's just, you know, dry firing, dry firing, dry firing. You know, I've, I've broken, you know, five or six firing pins, <laughs> Remington 700 firing <laughs> pins, you know, just, yeah. just, just with, just with dry firing, you know, yeah. and I think, um, you know, that's probably one of the best things you can that do. That means you must be doing it quite a bit, Ed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I work from home a lot, and I have yeah, to admit okay. that during conference calls, I put them on mute. It's <laughs> 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 like... I hope they're not watching. Uh, yeah. I think, Steve, you, you've probably been guilty of uh, reloading during your... <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Work. <laughs> 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 
Oh, very good. And, and do you guys hunt at all? Is that a passion or interest? You know, as a youth, I hunted, and, and actually in adulthood, I have not. Just haven't made the time. Uh, I'd love to get back out there. Yeah. yeah. So Ed and I have had talked about, you know, probably going out together at some time and actually videoing that. Yeah, okay. exactly. Because it, it would be new for us because a lot of folks just assume, oh, you know, you must hunt, right? And it's like, we would love to do it, but it's just... Life. And, yeah, the same know. problem we have in Australia is time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's not. Uh, there's not. Uh, well, like Warren Buffett said, he said, I, I, I have plenty of money, but what I really worry about is time. And <laughs> it's like. You can't buy time. Yeah, right? You can't buy time, exactly. Exactly. What I really like about the precision rifle stuff is, is we've got a really direct connection from, with Australia and what we do there because. We can have the bolt action rifles and bar sort of suppressors. Yeah. All the mm -hmm. equipment is the same, mm -hmm. and it's really opened up a, an excellent um, connection between the two countries and, and others as well. I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, but it's great to be able to watch um, watch your channel and and others and see probably what 90, 95 percent of the things you talk about. Right. The stuff that we can actually get, which is so rare within the shooting community. We look over at what you guys can play with and go. Uh, Right, that's been one of the things we tried to like at this show, being walking past the stuff that we we kind of you know close to. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But there is so much stuff of, that we found to look at here um, that we can get uh, within this sort of, particularly this community. Right, it's good, and and imagine you got quite a large following from Australia. Oh, we, we do actually in New yeah. Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah worldwide. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, obviously most of it comes from the U.S., but yeah, a fair amount from Australia, New Zealand. Um, those folks. Yeah. So. Well, we have to get you out for a visit one day. We'd maybe, love that. Maybe do a bit of a competition and, and also get you out hunting. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, and also related to your question too, I mean, we feel that we're also ambassadors mm -hmm. for the sport. And so, you know, I have a lot of friends on social media who, you know, aren't even gun owners. Yeah. And so when they see, you know, how, we, how we're doing this and the fact that it's very professional, yeah. even though they may not even own a firearm or want to own a firearm, at least they come away realizing, wow, this is a very professional undertaking. And it, and it kind of, you know, erases some of the perceptions, you know, they might have, uh, you know, about, or negative perceptions yep. about uh, firearm ownership. So, yeah. and I think you mentioned to us the other day that even in Australia, you know, yeah, you have that, that effect. With that exactly yeah. the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can promote it well, and even if people aren't interested in taking it up as a sport, they often respect it for its own thing. I imagine you find that as well. It, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. How did we arrive? Did you guys start shooting precision rifle with 6.5s? Was that a progression? How did we arrive at, at deciding that? Well, for me, I actually started off with 30 out 6. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the story to. is, uh, you know, I, this, I had this hunting rifle mm -hmm. and uh, realized it could only, you know, group a little bit more than an inch and a half. And I'm, folks were saying, well, if you want a really accurate rifle, you need to rebarrel it. So I got a nice Krieger 5R mm -hmm. uh, barrel, had that put on, and that thing was a hammer. And then as I started to get into the competition side of things, I still ran it, right? Yeah. I wasn't going to buy a brand new rifle, but. The guys that were really doing well and, and at the top of the heap in terms of competition were shooting the, the six fives primarily. You yep. see a few sixes back then, but six five was kind of king. A lot of three oh eights, and I was at a serious disadvantage, not only ballistically, but because of that stout recoil. Yep. 
it was a heavy gun, but it, um, there was a lot of recoil there. And then you'd get on positional, and it had a can on it, and you know, I'd try to lift that thing up. Uh, yeah, had to run. <laughs> and it didn't feed all that well. Occasionally, I would, I would have um, you know jams and feeding rounds, and eventually I reached the decision. I just, if I really wanted to do better, that what would be helpful is getting a different platform to shoot from, and so, something that has um, some ballistic superiority. And that's how I found uh, Arbro's rifles. Mm -hmm. um, you know. Decided to go with a custom gunsmith and uh, went with 6547 after consulting with him and, and finding out what other guys were using. Yeah. What, what I love about that, Steve, is that you, you worked with what you've got for the time being. Absolutely. And that's what we advise all shooters. Right. Yeah. And, and we, see, we do see a lot of guys go, right, well, I want to get into it. What do I have to buy? You go, well, whatever you've got, get your scope sorted out and, and get into it, get shooting. Absolutely. And yep. then you can make a great informed decision as to which way to, to go. What about you, Ed? Yeah, so I made a series of mistakes that I hope <laughs> nobody repeats, okay? And specifically that was, is I felt before I could even show up for my first club match, mm -hmm. I had to have, you know, the most expensive rifle, the most expensive <laughs> scope. And of yeah. course, because, you know, I, I really didn't have, a, you know, a channel like this to help me along. Mm -hmm. I just remembered, okay, well, back in 2007, 2008, 308 was like the way to go. Yeah. So, you know, got, you know, got, got that in 308 and then came out there and realized, wow, in just a few years, you know, things that things have really changed. Mm -hmm. um, but again, you know, I, 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 you know, shot, you know, the, the 308. And then at that time, I think you had that 6.5 by 47 from Arbro's, right? Yeah, just after you'd been shooting in the matches a few months, I got that. Exactly. And then I saw that, and then it was like, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to go that route. And now keep in mind that I'd already spent all this money yes, on other equipment. So I had to go to the spousal finance unit and say, hey, honey, you know, I just spent an ungodly sum of money on this equipment, and I've just discovered that it's not particularly suited for, for what we want to do. But I just want to give an incredible shout out to my wife. And she just looked at me and she said, honey, you deserve it. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And you know, it's like, you know, and, and I think that's the thing too, is, you know, having, uh, you know, just for, for me, honestly, having a, a supportive spouse mm -hmm. has, has just been just the most, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be doing this without, uh, you know, my wife, you know, being as, as supportive as she is. So yeah, absolutely. Paige, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're making, bring the humanity to shooting. It's great. It's, uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because honestly, I, I think, the shooting sports brings out a lot of emotion. Yeah. And I think it can be channeled very positively. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, we've seen that the, the net, you know, every club, you know, has their politics and you, you know, you see some of uh, the ways in which that, that emotion and passion can be conveyed negatively. Mm -hmm. But for us, and, and even on our page, it's six, five guys just for fun. So I believe that there is so much good, positive, emotional energy in the sport Yes. that, I mean, I know this is kind of getting soft and, and touchy, <laughs> ah, but I, I, think, I think that's really what, what people should, should embrace. And it's like our motto. Well, yeah, and I would say, you know, don't put too much pressure on, on yourself. Exactly. Because I know, you know, last year we had attended a lot of matches, um, not only as individual competitors, but as team, right. uh, shooting as a team. and. Um, I think through that journey, you know, we realized we were putting a lot of pressure ourselves on some of these matches. And oh, sometimes, absolutely. Sometimes you walk away and um, 
you know, you, you feel down in the dumps because you didn't yeah. do as well as you thought you should have. Yeah. And I think as we, what we learned from that is, hey, you know, we're there to have fun. You know, as, as long as we can come away and, and learn something and, you know, reconnect with people and have fun, that's what it's all about. Yeah, I mean, and, and that goes back to, to our motto, you know, life's an adventure, mm -hmm. you know, stay on target. I like it. And, uh, yeah, and, and I'll admit, that because, yeah, we, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And, you know, I just, you know, I, I had in June, I, I mean, I just had a catastrophic match. I couldn't hit anything, right? It was like one of those matches where you don't even go to the after-match party. You just go in your vehicle. And just said, I'm going home. I, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm just, I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going home. And then, you know, I took some time to reflect, and and I said, you know what, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm just, you know, th th this is not good. This, you know, this is not healthy. And then, you know, when I when I got back back in, you know, to it. You know, I, I I was shooting well again, so it was it was it was clearly an aberration, and and so it's it's part of my whole maturation process is not to get butt hurt, you know, because you have one bad match, yeah. and all along the way, you know, I've been telling people, oh, you know, everybody has a bad match and so forth, but then I was here, but then you know, when I had this horrible match, I was utterly incapable of following my own advice, and and and, and that too, you know, that that's that's a learning, that's yeah. a learning mm. process, and and it's things that you you carry, you know, you, you know, you carry in, into into life, so. I've had plenty of hunts that have not gone <laughs> as planned. We certainly can appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah, and and, and all of this is, has been very beneficial because you know I'm very open with with what I do, and you know even in in uh, my work, uh, you know the type of videos and, and approach uh, that we're doing, you know even my place of work wants to adopt that approach really? for some of our internal and external promotion. So then you know it just makes me look like a smart guy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. So, yeah. so just yeah, you know, you just you just do the right thing and be passionate about it, and yeah. good things happen. Absolutely. Oh, you mentioned shooting lots of matches in the last year. How many matches do you get to over the course of the year? Well, it depends on um, time and budget. Mm -hmm. But la you know, typically we go to all of our club matches, which are yep. once a month, mm -hmm. yep. and um, we call that sort of the practice match. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just guys getting together and. and it keeps you kind of sharp on your, what I call the fundamentals of, yep. of this. Yes. And then from there, there is a plethora of matches within the Northwest. And I would say on any given month, there's at least a couple of matches at any time of the year and even more on certain months. So mm -hmm. we can kind of pick and choose. We, we tend to, you know, some national, national, national level matches, um, those cost more money to kind of get on a plane and yep. fly there. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I can't count them all. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, right. So yeah. probably maybe a couple dozen last year. You, you yeah, probably shoot a lot. Yeah, yeah reason like yeah. every week or two weeks. Right. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Some months more than others. Yeah. Uh, but you know, let's talk about you know what we're going to do this year. Mm -hmm. um, and again, this is in the category of uh, following your own advice and eating your own <laughs> dog food, right? So you know, we tell folks, uh, and you know, we've heard from you know terrific shooters like you know Scott Satterley, Kevin Ditto, Jake Vibbert, and others that you learn a lot from ROing. Yes. And, you know, ROs, you know, sometimes it's not, you know, the most glamorous thing, right? Mm -hmm. and, and matches have, have difficulties finding ROs. So this year, you know, while we're going to compete in matches, we're also going to be ROing these mm -hmm. matches mm -hmm. so that, uh, you know, again, you know, we, we kind of, you know, walk the, the talk. 
But another thing too is it's going to allow us to bring uh, much better match coverage to our audience because yeah. we found it's extremely difficult to both compete mm -hmm. and provide good video from yeah. a match. So, so I think the audience is also going to benefit because it will allow us to, you know, kind of get it back into a very popular genre, and that is, you know, stage by stage, mm -hmm. uh, you know, analysis and, and breakdown. Yeah, and, yeah. I think a yeah. portion of our audience really enjoys that coverage. They want to yeah, see, you know, they, they really like that because they want to understand, particularly as they're getting into it, like, well, what can I expect? How are stages run? What are the rules? You know, how do I engage this type of a, a barricade or prop? Yeah, right. Um, so that, that, that sort of thing. Yeah, excellent. Well, gentlemen, I love your outlook on life and shooting. Uh, it's great to see that, you know, really bring it back to fun because at the end of the day, none of us have to be there. We only do it because we want to enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's a hobby. Yeah. Well, Russ, it's great been meeting uh, you and the team from Impact Dynamics. Terrific, mate. And enjoy the rest of the show. Good luck with your interviews today and uh, appreciate your time. Thank great you. Great to meet you both. Thank you. Keep Russ, up the great work. Thank you very work. much. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast. To continue the discussion, check out our Facebook page. And for more information, head to our website, www.precisionshootingpodcast.com.au. This episode was brought to you by Impact Dynamics, advanced training for the precision shooter.